don't know how much I'm going to be able to cover today. I really don't. I because I I I had I was watching news yesterday last night and I just had some deep thoughts about something. Something that turned out to be we were told was false, but it turned out to be true. And so I just started writing yesterday and I, I thought, you know something, I'm going to do the podcast on that. And whatever however long I have left, I'll cover everything else. Probably just cover the news today. But this hit me. I decided to talk about it. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Okay, some deep thoughts. What do Pearl Harbor, the JFK assassination, the moon landing, and 9-11 have in common? They all come with conspiracy theories. At the time, we didn't have a ton of conspiracy theories. For example, there wasn't a lot of conspiracy theories when Kennedy died, or there wasn't a lot of conspiracy theories when... Maybe there were. I, I don't remember any. There weren't a lot of conspiracies during 9-11. That's the time I know I lived. I lived through. I was alive during uh, the, the moon landing, but that was about it. But now, on a lot of those conspiracy theories, I didn't buy it. Now, I did kind of fall for the JFK assassination theory. and The reason that the CIA had something to do with it, that the mob had something to do with it. And the reason was, I was young when I, I first heard the theory, and it was because of the movie JFK by Oliver Stone. Now, at the time, I didn't know Oliver Stone was an absolute nut job and was a complete conspiracy theorist. But then... I did something weird. I like used my reason. I went to Dealey Plaza. So I saw the crime scene. I saw exactly where he was shot. And then reason kicked in. And then I also did a little bit of research. Like, for example, Harvey Oswald was a communist. He was nuts. He was so nuts that when he tried to repay uh, uh, to become a Russian citizen, they said no and kicked him out. He was an expert shot in the Marines. He, he Like in the movie, they said he, he couldn't shoot for anything. No, he was an expert shot. He's a very good shot. Uh, Dealey Plaza is puny. It, the shot was only about 200 feet from the book depository, which it's still there. And you look down, you say he couldn't miss that. The tree that... that the movie JFK said was supposed to be in the way. There was no tree. The um, magic bullet theory was already debunked. The Zavruder film was explained and debunked. Several snipers, granted they were expert snipers, but several snipers were able to make the same shot, except they were able to make it better than what Oswald did with the same gun with the same rifle. Of course, there are other things that don't exactly make sense, like how did they keep this quiet for so long? There was a guy, there's a conspiracy theory, there's a guy who talked about conspiracy theories. His name was Michael Bilewitz. He's a professor of psychology at the University of Warsaw. And what he said was some conspiracies are the way that we adapt to historical trauma. So, for example, it's impossible. There were there were conspiracy theories 
that actually were true, but there were conspiracy theories on Lincoln's death. So it wasn't just, I mean, this, not, this is nothing new. Now I say there are conspiracy theories on Lincoln's death. Those turned out to be true. They were actually trying to take over, the Confederates were actually trying to take over the government again. And they hated, they hated, they hated Lincoln. But the conspiracy theories are a way we process the tragedy. And they are the way that we come to grips with the tragedy. For example, it's very hard to believe that one person could have killed the President of the United States. It's really hard to believe that uh, Islamic terrorists could take down two of the largest buildings in the world and attack our uh, Pentagon, our Defense Department. It's really hard to believe a lot of that. So people have a tendency of of saying that, no, this couldn't be. It's got to be a bigger story, right? Occam's Razor. Occam's Razor says usually the easiest, the easiest solution is the true one. So the simplest solution is probably the truth. In the case of the JFK assassination, the simplest solution is you had a nut job who walked into a building, who worked in a building, decided to shoot the president and did. That's Occam's Razor. That's the simplest truth. Simplest possible solution. And it probably is true. Same thing with, the, let's say, the um, moon landing. That's another one. I hear, I know people who don't like the moon landing, who, who think it's all false. Well, I mean, why? Why would we do it? I mean, yeah, the Russians didn't get there. Russians had never been to the moon, but we also went, I don't know, 12 times? So maybe the first time you could sit there and say, but we've been there 12 times? And you're still saying we, we haven't been to the moon? We have devices on the moon in order to check the distance between the world and the earth and the moon. They check, it's, they're still working. Those were put up there during one of the moon landings. And you still don't believe it? Here's my problem. This doesn't explain why people who see the greatest achievement in human history, the moon landing, as a conspiracy, I can see why they don't, they do it, but why are they doing it? And why are there so many conspiracies these days? It really makes me wonder. All we see is conspiracies. I mean, let's look at them. The Trump-Russia collusion scandal, the social media collusion, the Great Reset, climate change, the pandemic. Vaccines are making everyone sterile. Vaccines are inserting microchips into people. Chemtrails, UFOs, aliens, door-to-door gun confiscations, foreign troops on U.S. soil, population control, the Hunter Biden laptop uh, scandal, the classified document scandal, food shortages, fuel shortages. There's all of these things right now are considered conspiracy theories. All of them are considered conspiracy theories. Well, why are there so many of them? Well, I've come up with uh, uh, three additional reasons from, uh, or two additional reasons that Bilkowitz 
wrote about. One of them is definitely true. There's a shock to the country. There's no question. I ha- I am a conspiracy theorist sometimes because I'm a little surprised this could actually happen. Food and fuel shortages. I can't believe we have food and fuel shortages. And one of the reasons I think is this is being done on purpose. This is the Great Reset. You heard me say that. Now, am I right or am I wrong? I don't know. That's the conspiracy. I will sit back and I will give evidence to it, but it still makes it a conspiracy. Until someone sits there and says it, which, by the way, they are saying it, until someone sits there and points, well, this is exactly why we're doing it. Or another example, all of the all of the, the chicken farm that burned down last weekend. I sat back and said, hey, this is pretty this is pretty strange. That's a conspiracy theory to create these food shortages that we have right now. Is it too much of a coincidence that we have a a, a shortage of eggs? a shortage of chickens, and a small farm burns down, killing killing 100,000 chickens? No explanation as to why the fire... To this day, we don't know how that fire started. That's the kind of thing. That's where people come up with these conspiracy theories. Now, the lack of transparency and and an out-of-touch government is another reason people make up conspiracy theories. Let's take a look at the classified documents scandal, which they're not talking about. They refuse to talk about. And people wonder, okay, well, what about these documents out here? What are these documents? What are you doing with those documents? Your son, who is a garbage human being, Joe Biden. Did he have access to those documents? What was in them? The same with Trump. What was in those documents that that was so classified? Give us a general idea. Tell us what it was. No one does that. And then people like me, we form conspiracies. We form, okay, we know he had documents about Iran. We know he had documents about um, uh, uh, Ukraine. We know he had documents about Russia. And we know he's gotten really rich really quick from Ukraine, from China. And him. I mean Hunter Biden, but I also mean Joe Biden, too. I mean both of them. They got awful rich. Joe Biden, he had a third his a third house. This is going into the news, but then I can kill it off. They sat there and raided, not really raided, they were invited into his third beach house in Delaware and found more handwritten stuff. They didn't find classified data, but they did find stuff that was handwritten that they actually pulled out of the house. At least that's what we're being told. But you see what I'm saying? Even now I'm sitting back and saying, well, that's what we're being told. I don't know if I believe it. That's what causes conspiracies, is the lack of transparency and the government being out of touch. This is the problem. And the third reason conspiracies are, I think, come out is a lot of them appear to be true. Right? The social media collusion story is true. 
So why not believe in, in why not find out that or, or believe in other conspiracies or think up reasons things happen? The Great Reset, we know it's true. They're trying to do it. The pandemic, we're finding out day, day after day, we're finding out new things that we conspiracy theorists thought were true. We're finding out today they were true, that masks don't work, that the vaccines don't work, that the vaccines could be dangerous. We're still learning all of this stuff. Door-to-door gun confiscations. That's one of my conspiracy theories I believe in. The left doesn't believe in that, but the reality is, why do they want to create a national gun database? It scares the crap that that could scares the crap out of me that that could be true. But why not believe in that when you have so little trust, so little transparency in the government? That's where this stuff comes from. And if you are right, UFOs, for example, my dad won't stop talking about UFOs and aliens now because we know there are UFOs. The government admits, yeah, there are UFOs. I played a thing yesterday that said that the uh, the aliens were probably real. So that's where these conspiracies are coming from. And I'm a conspiracy theorist. I come up with some. I like to I like to use Occam's razor for the most part because usually the simplest reason something happens is probably what what happened, right? But the problem is, a lot of the conspiracy theories that I believe in, they're actually right there. You can see them. You can read about them. Or they're coming true. Okay. Well, that was a ramble. Let's get to the news. Okay, lots and lots and lots of news. Some of it breaking today. Kind of neat. Okay, so the Fed raised the interest rates 0.25% yesterday, or what they call 25 basis points. So the interest rates right now are between 45 and 4.75%. Mind you, that's up from zero to try and control inflation. Inflation looks like it is being a little bit controlled now. I mean, it's still three times the what it should be, but... It's, it might be coming down. The big problem, it's still at 6.5%. So it's not <laughs> it's not fixed yet by any means. Uh, and we see gas pri- we see gas prices going up and egg uh, prices of poultry going through the roof. So it, it, we're not we're not in, we're not in the clear by any stretch of the imagination. Again, I still don't, they they didn't say that this was going they were going to raise interest rates again, but I don't see how they don't. They didn't say they weren't going to do it. So the idea is, yeah, they'll probably raise it next month again. Um, again, the big problem with this, it's going to cause some stagnation and we're already seeing it. We are seeing layoffs. Uh, for example, the tech sector I think is laying off something close to 100,000 people. So We'll have to see if stagnation is going to uh, happen. Now, the kicker with stagnation, if we do suffer stagnation and we don't go into a recession, 
that is the soft landing that the government is looking for. So whenever you hear soft landing, all that means is we won't hit a recession, but we will have a stagnant economy. And with a stagnant economy, it means you'll have no job growth, you'll have no innovation, uh, nobody will be spending, no GDP, the GDP will be very low, and the GDP is how many people uh, actually spend money and request services. So we will actually see problems. So that's the soft landing. Like I'd mentioned, uh, the FBI went to Rehoboth uh, Beach, Delaware, to search Joe Biden's house. Now, mind you, Joe Biden has been in that house a few times since that, since a few times since this classified document scandal has started. But a big surprise has come out. Apparently, the National Archives, the director of the National Archives has reported that he was told not to report this. Now, remember, all this classified document crap they, they found back in November 2nd, right before the 2020 election. And when the, the director of the National Archive was asked, hey, why, didn't, why wasn't this reported? Why didn't you report this like you did with Trump? He said he was told not to. Well, that comes from one of two people. That comes from the White House or the D Department of Justice. Either way, if this is true, this is now officially a scandal. Because the White House had no business doing that. The Department of Justice had no business. Who's in, who is under the White House? So if the Department of Justice did it, that means the White House did it. Yeah, now we're, we're in scandal territory. So it really doesn't make any difference what the, uh, what the National Archives says. And all this crap about the White House, like Karen Jean-Pierre telling how transparent they're being. They're not being transparent at all. They hit it before the election. So there's a huge problem. But the Biden problems just continue. Hunter Biden basically ha has finally, finally, after what? two years, has admitted that the laptop is his. How did he admit this? He sent out uh, letters from his attorneys, including to Fox News, saying that he will sue everyone for defamation of character. <laughs> there's, there's a trick. He will sue anyone who talks about his laptop in his personal life. He will sue for defamation of character. Well, there's there's some problems. This is these are just threats. There, it, it, Hunter Biden is not going to sue anybody, and the reason is pretty obvious. One, if he sues, he's going to have to testify. Nobody, especially Fox News, is going to sit back and say, "Oh well, we're, we're being sued, so we better stop talking about Hunter Biden." No, they want it to go to trial. They would love a court case with Hunter Biden. And love to be sued with Hunter Biden. Tucker Carlson will pay to be on the stand and testify. Because that's one of the people that Hunter Biden is threatening. Just to get Hunter Biden up there and the lawyers to, to go through that laptop. And then the other problem with the defamation. What's on the laptop is incorrect. What's untrue. Don't forget, Hunter Biden 
is a public figure. So they can go after him. They can say things. They can't lie about him. But that's going to be what Fox News would actually do. Fox News, Daily Wire, um, the New York Post, all of these outlets. They'll actually ask him. Post-millennial was, was another one. They'll ask, Okay, so what was untrue here? The picture of you getting your crank uh, jerked off by a prostitute's feet, is that illegal? Not to mention, there's a lot of talk. There's some kitty porn on that laptop. Is that something he's going to want to do? What about the questions about the emails with money being sent to the big guy, which is uh, uh, supposedly Joe Biden? We don't know yet. Well, we we know enough. There, there are witnesses that say, no, that's Joe Biden. We know that. So there are people that are saying he's not going to take this to trial simply because if he does, he's going to have to throw his father under the bus. He's going to have to admit all that stuff is either true or not true. He's going to have to answer questions. I, he, it, it's not a thing. It's just a, a waste. But he did at least admit that it was correct. Okay, Ilhan Omar, this happened today. There was a lot of talk that Ilhan Omar was not going to get booted from the Foreign Affairs Committee. There were enough Republicans that sat back and said, no, nah, we don't want to boot her out. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. Well, she did get booted. She was gone. She was removed today. Uh, the the House did vote. I don't have the count. I'm sure it was probably right down, right down political lines. But she did get booted. And the Washington Post is thrilled uh, that illegal alien crossings on the border has went down. Went down. They they said it's it went down in January or February or December. And they're thrilled about it. Listen to, to what they said. Tighter restrictions applied by the Biden administration against migrants from Venezuela, Cuba, Nicaragua, and Haiti along the southern border last month led to a precipitous drop in the number of people from those countries crossing into the United States illegally, according to three administration officials and preliminary data. Illegal crossings of migrants from the four countries were down more than 95% uh, preliminary figures obtained, according to preliminary figures, obtained by the Washington Post. Now, before we get really, really, really excited about this, they're talking about, they're not talking about Mexico, Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador. They're talking Venezuela, Cuba, Nicaragua, and Haiti, which was never a lot of people were coming over from Haiti because there aren't a lot of people in Haiti. Why would they want to get rid of people from Ven Why would they want to make sure that Venezuelans, Cubans, and Nicaraguans can't get into the United States? Could it be that they're from communist countries who do not like communism? Which, by the way, a lot of Cubans in Florida are describing our government becoming right now? Yeah, that's probably why. They don't want Venezuelans here. They don't want Cubans here. They don't want Nicaraguans here. They probably don't want Haitians here for the same reason. People in Mexico are coming here for economic opportunities. People from Venezuela are coming here to escape 
communist governments and they want freedom. That's not something the Biden administration wants them to accept. That's not what the Biden administration wants. They want people that can be controlled. By the way, so last month, how much did it fall back in December? How much did it fall? It fell to 150,000 people. And the, the New York, the, uh, I'm sorry, Washington Post is celebrating this. Okay, 150,000 people. Well, I don't know why they're celebrating. That's still, I, well, when Biden took office, the most we had was 32,000 people. Now we're at 150 and we're celebrating it. Well, that that's because in November it was 251,000. Well, I got news for you. Uh, spring is coming up. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to go back to 251,000. Don't forget, it's freezing freaking cold in Texas right now. We're talking in the 30s, 20s. The weather is terrible down there. So that's probably a good reason why a lot of people aren't crossing the border illegally. And then finally, Tom Brady made an announcement yesterday. Listen. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time. So when I woke up this morning, I figured I just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. Like you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me. My family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. I mean, the guys won. I, 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 if I were that guy, I would have retired right after I won my seventh Super Bowl. I don't know why that guy seems to enjoy getting the crap kicked out of him. I mean, he is like 45 years old, 46 years old. He's not young. But, you know, he was without a doubt the best quarterback in the NFL. Um, I, you see, here's the problem I have with Tom Brady. Honestly, great quarterback, everything, blah, blah, blah. Uh, best quarterback in history. I think he did his wife wrong. I think the reason he's divorced is he decided to stay in football too long. And I, I really think he did his wife bad. She ended up, after he decided to play another year... She left him, and she all but said, yeah, well, the reason I left him is because I, I just, I want him to retire and take care of the kids. You know, this is a gal who is a billionaire. She's not poor. That's why the divorce was so clean. She made a lot modeling. There's talk that she's worth more than he is. So the divorce was not a big problem for the two. They were both billionaires. But I think, but she loved him. She kind of took a dig at him yesterday. I, I can't, I, I didn't see the tweet, but apparently she got a little dig. But the reality is they divorced because he couldn't, wouldn't quit football two years ago. And last year, and she had had enough. She was taking care of the kids. She had quit her career. And by the way, she can have a career. She's still gorgeous. But that's why I, I don't feel... 
I don't feel anything for Tom Brady. Now, there's going to be a segment I'm going to do. I think when I have days that are kind of uh, kind of shorter, there's a segment I want to start doing it from Libs of TikTok. I want to post some of the things that she posts because I see these every day and I can't believe what I'm seeing every day. And I, I just think I just all you have to do is listen to it now. Unfortunately, I was going to do this with a video, but I hate doing videos, uh, so I only do videos when I have to. So this is a chick. She's probably 16, 17, maybe, maybe. So the actual view of her is amazing. She is wearing pride, pride earrings, which are blue, white, and pink stripes, She's got pride lipstick on, which is her, which means her lips are blue, pink, and white. She's got blue and white mascara, blue on mascara on one eye, pink mascara on the other. She's got a blue bow and a. She looks insane, right? And believe, and she's got some flowers in her hair. She looks absolutely nuts. If you go to dumbasses talking politics, you can actually look at the tweet. She looks nuts. But what's more, she's dead in the eyes. That's one of the reasons why you should actually look, go to the go to the video, go to the website and look at the video. She looks completely sociopathic, dead. Okay, so let's listen to what she has to say. I'm glad you asked. Let's talk about it. So try gender and the way you identify in it can be very heavily based on your culture and your cultural background. For example, I know in Hawaiian culture, um, there are three genders. There's a third gender. Uh, I forget what it's called. I'm sorry. But if you happen to be native Hawaiian, you could identify as that third gender and then man and woman. Or if you happen to be, you know, from native Hawaiian background and and on the other side, you have a different background that also has a third gender. You can identify as those two non-binary genders. And then take your pick if you want man or woman or a, not even another non-binary gender. But all in all, it comes from your cultural background. So for me, I come from a very heavy Dutch background and American background. So for me, it's more based on if there's man on one side, woman on the other, and non-binary is somewhere in the middle, and then I take up that whole area, the whole bar there. And I know for a lot of people, non-binary is a completely separate spectrum, and I, that's just not my experience, but I still think that that's a valid experience to have. It all depends on your experiences and your personal history, you know? I hope this answers your question. Let me know if you have any more questions, and I'd be happy to answer them. Oh, I think I forgot to mention, for those of you who are newer here or just don't know, I identify as trigender. This is my trans identity, and I am a man, a woman, and non-binary. So, you know, take that bar again, man, woman, non-binary. I just take up the whole bar. And it's different from gender fluid because the, the gender identity never changes or shifts where one gender identity is stronger than the other or anything like that, you know? I'm very happy to talk about this stuff, so please don't feel like any of your questions are too weird or anything like that for me. But of course, do try to phrase them in the politest way you can. <laughs>
All right, with that, I will see you soon. Bye. Okay, um, so what <laughs> she's doing is she's explaining trigender. All right. Now, there's nothing I love more than a 16-year-old explaining gender. This is what Libs of TikTok, by the way, exposes constantly. This is why I would love to play a lot more of these videos. And this one isn't as creepy as a lot of a lot of what she posts. I mean, there are creepier videos than this. But this is the kind of idiocy that our kids are listen are believing and explaining to people. How about this? There are no trigenders. By the way, Hawaiian culture does not have a third gender. They've never had a third gender. She's talking about their tribes where they actually grew up. She's not talking, they're not, that's not their gender. I know what she's talking about. I can't remember what it is either. I'm not, I didn't bother looking it up because it's just, she's an idiot. What would it make more sense? The f familiar name, the family name, the family growth, or that, oh, that guy is actually a third gender, which is whatever. No, that's, that's what it is. I know on their police reports, they act, in Hawaii, they actually have uh, gender, and then they have what tribe are you from if you're indigenous. So, yeah, I, it just absolutely, absolutely insane stuff here these people come up with. Uh, but I want to play a lot of those. I want you to hear this stuff, to see how freaking insane it is. Okay. Now, I know I'm a little bit uh, long, but you know what? Who cares? I'm going to go for this story because this story really kind of bothers me um, I, because I just think it's so immoral. So according to Daily Wire, a U.S. Army soldier who was fired last year for refusing a COVID vaccine has been forced to pay back a, his signing bonus, totaling thousands of dollars, the veteran claims. At the Biden administration direction, the Defense Department discharged more than 8,400 troops from the military, including some 3,300 Marines, 1,800 soldiers, 1,800 sailors, and 900 airmen who chose to decline the vaccine. Quote, I've deployed multiple times, and I feel like the last thing I was, had was selling... Uh, let me redo this. I've Quote, I've deployed multiple times... And I feel like the last thing I had was selling leave days that I earned and was never able to take due to me being deployed or needing that time to prepare for a training cycle, end quote, the servicemen told Fox News Digital. Quote, I was about to enter a new world with no income, and that extra bit would have been a nice buffer in my rainy day fund to keep me afloat until I was able to find new employment, end quote. Of all the evil, immoral, unethical load of BS this administration could pull, he has to pull, these cretins have to pull a lousy $4,000 from his signing bonus, which was only $7,000, by the way, because he wouldn't get the shot. What horrid what a horrid, terrible government we have right now. And it's not like this guy didn't do anything. He served overseas. 
He he worked. He just wouldn't take the vaccine. He didn't see the point of it. And the government, they don't seem to care. They don't see 8,400 8, troops they pulled out. Guess what? Right now, we are at down like 40% in our in our uh, recruitment data, in recruitment stats, what we need to keep up for this army to be active. 29% of the adult population right now who can serve in the military can't even serve in the military. They won't qualify. You know why? Because they're fat. Fat phobia, I know. All this crap is all coming together. And by the way, this is the other thing with the with the conspiracy theory. They wonder why it's conspiracy theory because you're doing stupid things. You're kicking people out of the military for not taking a vaccine that they don't need and doesn't work. And you guys can't recruit others. You're sending all our weapons to Ukraine. And then, is it a conspiracy theory for me to sit back and think Joe Biden is trying to destroy the country so that we can have some global world order? Because that's what the WEF wants. Is that really, is that really something that is a conspiracy theory now? When you hear stories like this, where not only are you going to kick this guy out, but you're going to screw him too? Make absolutely sure he gets effed. By the way, what makes this story more atrocious, besides the fact we're losing soldiers left and right, is that Air Force General Mike Minahan warned that we could be at war with China by 2025. Now, I would think this is fear-mongering, but there are several other high-ranking officers and high-ranking politicians that think the same thing. Why would China wait till 2025? Because Joe Biden won't be in office in 2025. And he will have another two years to completely F our military. Just incredible. This guy is more than a bad president. He is actively destroying the country. And I don't know. I don't know how anyone could say, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. No, it's he has a... He's actively destroying the country and he has an infrastructure he wants to replace. That is the infrastructure that the WEF is, the World Economic Forum is recommending. They think, and hell, the World Economic Forum thinks China is the blueprint and that the United States is the scourge of the world. Joe Biden loves the WEF. So let's take a look what he's destroyed. Conspiracy theory. We have a fuel shortage. We have a food shortage. We have a baby formula shortage. Inflation is through the roof. The military is being degraded. I forgot to tell you. Oh, by the way, our ships are 25 years overdue for replacements. We needed replacements of his ships. He is sending hundreds of billions. He's sending $100 billion to Ukraine. He's sending our military equipment to Ukraine. Won't be shocked if we see troops in Ukraine soon. He's opened our southern border. We have a drug and fentanyl crisis. We have a homeless crisis. He wants to tax everybody to death. 
is there anything that I'm saying that doesn't sound like this guy wants to destroy the country? All this, if the, just one of those things, you could, if he had just one of those things, maybe two of them, you could say, come on, Gene, it's just that. All right, it happens. But all of this, all at the same time? Yeah, that's where conspiracy theories come from. I'll talk to you next week, folks. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.